This was a Brain Freeze podcast. everyone, what's up? Welcome to the Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. I'm your host, Mary Tess, aka Tess. This is the podcast, as you know, where uh, everyone's welcome of any level of, of comic book fandom, you know, new or old, uh, two years in or, or two minutes in, you're welcome here at OCD. Uh, it's a great place to be. So if you read the title of the episode, you know that this is the last episode of OCD. It is two years later, a little over two years later from the start date of OCD, and I wasn't sure how to end it. It's been quite a ride for me. I know that every podcast is different for every single person and entertainer out there. So um, this is my first podcast. This is my my first one. Um, I fell in love with the medium through, through ongoing comic book discussion podcast. Um, and I wasn't sure how to end this episode. I wasn't sure to have if I wanted to have a guest to do a comic book review with. I wasn't sure if I just wanted to talk about my like top 10 favorite moments. Um, but once I really started digging in and going back through the episodes, I realized that I wanted to take this episode to tell the story of the ongoing comic book discussion podcast. Um, it's the last episode, and whether you're new here, old here, or just got lost and wound up here, as always, welcome. Um, and I say that because I'm not sure how many episodes you've listened. There are definitely people that's listened to every single episode, and uh, this episode is no different. And there's definitely people who just started maybe a couple months ago, um, and this is, they're like, wait a minute, it's over? Yeah. Yes, it is. Um, it's been It's been hard to say it was over. It's... It's been hard to let go of because it was a really big joy for me. Um, It really made me discover my voice. And I've said that on multiple occasions, but I truly mean it. Um, I would not be who I am right now in this seat talking to you if it was not for this podcast. And I'd like to tell you why, if you got a sec. (laughs) All right, once upon a time. So I want to start off with a little bit of my background. So I was a theater kid in high school. I've always been this like excitable kid that just had so much to say and always wanted to put on a show, and that has not changed. <laughs> um, I did a lot of improv. Um, I did some improv here in Burbank where I live. Uh, I did the Groundlings for a little bit. I didn't get up in the up, up levels. Um, I was on my way until the pandemic hit. So hopefully I can get back to that one day. Who knows? Who knows? But I have just always been a person to just be very, just, I'm an extrovert. I'm very out there. I love people. I love talking to people. I love, 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 love to put on a show. I love to entertain. I love to write, um, like a, a, you know, a, a script for a show, which I realize I really like to do for podcasting. Um, and so back in 2019, I met Corey, who's, I'm definitely going to talk about him. Um, he is the reason, he's the reason why I am the podcaster that I am. He was basically my podcasting mentor. He's awesome. Um, I knew him through his wife who knew me through my husband because they worked together. And the summer of 2019, the four of us just like, we hung out every single weekend, 
every single weekend. We were doing really cool, fun things, just hanging and chilling out. Um, one time we did like, um, I think we did the Game of Thrones finale together, the finale. We watched so many cool cult horror movies and uh, we just had a really good time. And one time we were sitting in their dining room in NoHo, North Hollywood, for people who don't live in LA. And I was like, yo, <laughs> do you want to... Do you want to do a podcast? Because he was a podcaster. If you guys don't know Corey, he's awesome. He's um, He hosts Podcasting After Dark, Cartwright. Um, this is all off the top of my head. So he may have another, but I don't think so. I think those are the only two he had at that moment. He had a, a video game one as well, which was kind of dwindling. Um, but And that was his first one, his first podcast. Um, so he was in the podcasting world, and I would always go over to their house, and I'd see their podcasting equipment, and I would see he, I would listen to him. And he's a, he has a great uh, podcasting voice and I love listening to him. He's just easy to listen to. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, he just, you know, and we all got along and I was like, Hey dude, uh, what if we did a podcast about, I don't know, comic books. And he had a ton of comic books and I was brand new to comic books. I didn't, I didn't really know him. And he's like, uh, yeah, I, I was actually hoping you'd say that. So I think over the course of like a month or two, we, got everything together and he was my my podcasting mentor and he showed me the ropes and he had full faith in me he showed me how to edit he showed me how to organize a podcast he showed me how to just relax and let the episode flow um he showed me how to not plan as much because I've been a coordinator my whole working life and that's all I know how to do is to coordinate and plan so that was really hard for me to let go but he showed me that and um and I'm glad that that happened. It's like, it's like, it was like we pitched the idea for the podcast. And then probably the next week, I like went into Canva and made the logo. And I went into Pond5. Um, and I found the, the, the song, um, the intro, the cool intro that we had, the, old, the OG one, which is really cool. And I, I was just listening to it. And I was like, oh my God, it's so cute. It's, it's a, it's a good one. I had my buddy Danny, who is my acting friend and he did the voiceover for that in like a old timey twenties voice. This is the ongoing comic book discussion. It was so good. And, and I was learning how to like mess with audacity. And so I was able to like make it like a very scratchy radio voice. And it was really fun. It was a really big, like creative process. And also Corey let me have so much creative freedom. He's like, go for it. Cause I was fully planning just to be in his shadow. Um, I didn't know what I was doing in podcasting. It was kind of scary. I had, I wanted, I, I liked the podcasting world. I just had no idea how to get into it. And I was so lucky that I had him to get into it. And we reviewed so many comics. And if you don't know the thesis of OCD, it's I'm, I'm new to comics and he had been in the comics for 40, 40 years, 30 years, something like that, most of his life. So he knows the comic book world very well. And he was just down to like learn and, um, you know, learn in the, in the sense of anything he didn't know before. And I was down to learn because I knew nothing and it was cool. It was great. I went over to his house probably every week and we recorded and it was in his living room. And I would always like the first episode I was just listening to it. But I remember I was I was so nervous. I was shaking. I didn't know what to do. I like I, I, I hadn't like performed per se in a really long time since like high school, probably. But like not on a I don't know. Podcasting to me was just like this huge like it's like you could talk to the world like anybody could press play and hear your voice like what I did have a YouTube channel before 
um, before that, which was, I did, I called it badass women of history where I reviewed just badass women of history and, and, and told their story. I did like five or six episodes and it was, it was hard because I had to do all the research by myself and I, it was very lonely. I'll be honest. Um, I didn't meet anybody and I think I met a couple people in the YouTube world, but it wasn't people that I like still talk to. It was just like, Oh, Hey, you're the YouTuber thing. You know, it, it wasn't like podcast, my podcasting world is now. Um, so anyway, we, uh, Corey and I reviewed, uh, Batwoman, Lady Mechanica, Hellboy, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. We, we did a whole, um, horror series where we just did, like I said, Chilling Adventures, uh, Afterlife with Archie, Elvira. Then we rolled into like We Three, Rat Queens, so much. We also reviewed Disney Plus's Mandalorian, the CW's Batwoman show, um, the movie Batman Returns. It was just everything in the comic book world. And I, the only comic that I had read was Elvira's, who was my homegirl, if you guys know me personally, um, or have listened to any, any podcasting of mine, you know that Elvira's my girl. Um, and she was my first comic. Elvira got me into comic books and that was all I knew. And so after all this, I'm like reading and I'm learning like each episode. I'm, I talk about how I'm learning how to read the comics. Like I, like it's flowing. I'm reading faster. It used to take me a week to read a comic because I had to figure out who was where and why was what, why is this word over here? And why is it across the page? And, you know, I just had to figure it out. But then like eventually it, it, it got faster and faster and faster. And um, it was cool. I loved it. And we, I was learning so much. And Corey and I really jived. We're great co-hosts. Um, he's awesome. And then we had our first um, guest who was John Spees from Blast From My Past. We reviewed Red Sonia. So I was learning how to like have a guest, how to be a host, like actual host host, like how to host a guest. Um, and if you guys know John, he's, he's awesome as well. And he was just, he was like, he's so easygoing. He's like, you know, he made it easy. So it was, it was great. And then we started having more guests. Um, and by this time in September, Corey had moved to Portland. So we were doing everything over Skype and the pandemic had hit in March and, and it was just, the world was, you know, it was like, what is happening? So it was weird. But anyway, there was a point. Um, I think the Green Lantern was our last episode together, and uh, we ended the episode. We got off air, and we had not. We just we just knew something was up. There was a rift between us. It wasn't anything that nobody did anything wrong. That's the thing. And a lot of people have come up to me and asked, like, "What happened?" I expected drama, and I still to this day, I'm like. Nobody did anything wrong. It was just the way of the universe. It was the way of the story it was supposed to go, supposed to be. We weren't supposed to be together for this whole entire OCD journey, and that's okay. Um, and we both knew that. We we didn't really argue about it. It was just really, like, extremely mutual, and it just made sense for the next step. He was really, Podcasting After Dark was really taking off, which is a great podcast if you guys haven't checked it out yet. Go, go check that out. Um, they do, they work really hard, him and Zach over there. So, um, they had a great show going and it's, it's still rocking and rolling. And, uh, and I, you know, it just happened y'all. It just, (laughs) shit happens. Okay. Shit happens. And it doesn't have to be dramatic. Um, it's just like, you know, this is where we, uh, part ways and that's it. The end full stop. So after that, um, my first episode, I was, I was kind of shaken because, and Corey was the sweetest when it came to 
us splinting, he was like, I will walk you through anything if you have any questions. Because he was the one that was like putting up the episodes. I had been editing the episodes, so I knew that a little bit. And I was like, oh my God, like this is, this is kind of scary. The cool thing was that I was on furlough from work. So I did have time to like really focus and figure it out. But like the, the pandemic had, you know, shaken everyone and shaken the whole world. And I was really glad to have a project. <laughs> I was really glad. Um, I don't know what the pandemic would have been like without OCD. It, OCD absolutely got me through. Oh my gosh, it did. Um, so I, we had the first episode with, um, John Spees. <laughs> he was a uh, mini first. He was the first solo episode. And like I said, he's super chill and easygoing. So he, he made it easy, but I was definitely nervous because it was like Corey's voice wasn't feeling when I, my mind went blank, you know, or like I couldn't think of what the next thing to say. Um, and I was nervous for that episode because I was like, man, I just hope this sounds good. Oh, my God. Because we had had kind of a following at that point. And um, we had a couple of Patreon members. And granted, it was $2 a month for the Patreon. And there we had two people. And that's 4 bucks. But who cares, man? Like, it was people paying for our content. Doesn't matter. Big or small. Doesn't freaking matter. And I was like, oh, my God. And, um, you know, we had people, uh, mes- people messaging, wanting to be on the show. And... So I was doing this alone and it was scary, uh, but I was like, all right, let's figure this out. Let's figure this out. I just, I think that one time I was like, woe is me sitting on my bed. Like, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't want this to end, but like, I don't know what to do next. And it was definitely that moment where I was like, all right, Tess, you need to, you need to write down what your goals are. You need to write down what you want from each episode you need to make a plan. You have to coordinate this. So I went to full coordination mode. I reached out to, because every single episode had to have a guest, right? And they had to know comics. I didn't really know comics. I couldn't have another rookie on there. Um, I could, you know, but maybe not for the first couple. Luckily, luckily, uh, I was part of the Blasphemer Past podcast network. And I, a bunch of cool dudes in there. Um, those guys rock. And I was able to hit them up and be like, who can be on? I need stuff fast. This needs to happen fast. And they were down. They were so down. They were like, so cool and so down. They're like, let's do it. Let's do it. And so the first couple episodes were with them. Um, and then I started reaching out to like, like my friends that I knew. I had just met Chels from Ready to Retro, who, um, spoiler alert, she's, we're gonna, we're making a podcast together now. Actually, that's the next cool leap. Um, we did Count Crowley or Crawley Crowley. And then uh, my friend Emily from, she was part of the Blast Around Past podcast network, but she had a, the Why This Film? And she reviewed uh, movies. So she was new to comics, but she's such a good sport. And uh, she's a talker like me. So I was like, you know what? This is going to be great. Come on in. And we did Harley Quinn Breaking Glass, like busted open both of our minds about what a comic book could be, what the potential was. Then I did Rocketeer with my old friend Pete. Um, and then uh, Superior Spider-Man with Max from Ready to Retro as well. And then all of a sudden, like, the more I started reaching out to people, the more I started networking, and it just caught fire. Um, I all of a sudden had this long list of people who were lined up and wanted to be on the show. And they were excited, and they wanted, I was like, because my thing, I was like, pick a comic, because I don't know what the fuck to do, like, not even like, uh, what the fuck am I gonna do, it was like, I don't know, what do you want to do, let's do it, I don't care, I'll read whatever you want, 
Um, then I started meeting, uh, like just other podcasts that came in like Android's amazing podcast with Hunter and James. Um, I'm like trying to look like, remember who else, but we did, I, I don't know. I just, it just kind of happened. Um, Dr. DC podcast. I met them through Kyle who was on, who I met at my sister's Halloween party who had a podcast. Like it was just all of a sudden everything was connecting. Everything was aligning. Everybody I was meeting was like part of the nerd community, part of the comic book community, part of the podcasting community. And they were just down. They were like, let's do it. Like they hopped on a show. Like I don't, I never, not once was somebody rude. Everybody was just so kind and they were so excited. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So I'm like, I have a calendar and I'm like two months out, (laughs) you know, contacting people because when you're a solo um, comic book, excuse me, when you're a solo podcast host, um, you need to you need to plan pretty far out, especially if your episodes are weekly and and you need a guest to be able to have an episode, you have to plan pretty far out. Um, and so it just happened. It's just like June rolled by, July rolled by, August rolled by, you know, and um, by the time I hit July, it's back it up a little bit. I was so excited. I didn't feel, I haven't felt this artistic in forever. My my hosting was getting better. I was getting more confident behind the mic. I was having, uh, I was, I was uh, having more confidence in just like what I creatively wanted to put out. Like I trusted what my ideas were instead of questioning them and having to run them by someone. Like for the first time ever, I was my own like, like CEO, producer, um, content creator. I had to create all the art and everything. And it was like a one woman show for real. But it was fun and I had no complaints after I figured out my hurdle of like, all right, let's just figure this out, right? Then in July, and this is one of my favorite stories to tell, in July of 2020, you know, we're still in the pandemic. I run to the office to tell my husband, John, I was like, I've got this idea. And I've always done that to John. And I still do that. I'll run into the office when he's like playing video games or whatever. And I'm like, I've got this idea. And he always, he's such a trooper. He'll, he'll pause. He'll be like, all right, what is it? You know, he always hears me out because I've got so many, it's so many weird ones. Um, but I was like, what if I do 31 days in a row of horror comic reviews in October. And he was, his eyes got really big and he was like, do it. And I was like, oh, I'm gonna. And <laughs> my, I went into full coordinator mode and I uh, went to my computer and I went to my phone and I messaged probably 20 people because my mind just kept being like, oh, and then this person, oh, and then this person, oh, and then this person, and then this person. And I, um, in that night, I got probably halfway, maybe even over halfway through October, I had had like 15 days already like booked up. Like people were responding that quickly. Like they were, they got back to me. They didn't get back to me that night. They got back to me the next day. Um, and everybody was just down they were like, let's do this. And I was like, it's gonna be kind of crazy. Uh, it needs to happen kind of fast. So, uh, here we go. And what I calculated was I, in order to hit that goal, I needed to do three episodes a week. Now, if you were a podcaster, you know, Three episodes a week is crazy because you're also balancing life on top of that. And you also, before you go to an episode, you don't just go in. You have to research. You have to make sure that what you're saying actually makes fucking sense. You have to make sure that you know what you're talking about a little bit, you know, and you have to also find the energy and be excited for it. So like I said before, I was lucky that I was on furlough from work. So I wasn't working at all. This was my full-time, this became my full-time job and I was so happy. It, It got me through all the madness of the pandemic. Um, 
I turned our, so my grandmother used to live with, live with us in the second bedroom and she had moved out. She had just moved out. Um, and so this office, which is kind of echoey right now, so forgive me. Um, but it's, it, it, uh, we were trying to figure out what we wanted to do with it because we were both having to work from home. Uh, eventually I wasn't, obviously I was working home for home on podcasting, but not in like work, work. Um, but he was, and so we had to figure out what this room was going to be. And I was like, I need a soundproof place. And I was like, I got it. And I built a podcast studio out of my closet in the office. And, um, it had like, I was like, I'm gonna make this look cool. So I went, had like half of the, the, the office closet because it's like a sliding closet. And so it's a little bit bigger. And, and, uh, and I got this like cool red curtain and then I got these pretty star lights to be behind me. And I just got the perfect, like the, we just happened to have the, the perfect desk that fit into it. Um, I don't know what you call it. The, not like, like if you're walking in a closet, not straight when you walk in, but like if you go to the closet and turn to the right, it's like a wall, you know, uh, it, it fit in right there. So it really worked out. It was extremely soundproof and extremely hot because I live in Los Angeles and I started recording in July <laughs> and I had at this point, like I said, I had, uh, you know, everybody had said, okay. So I had to really start organizing and I was like, please start thinking of your comic books. And I had to, you know, that week. So I had to have three episodes a week. And one of those episodes every week had to be the weekly episode that was still going on. So let's say it's in July and I produce an episode every single week for OCD. I still had to do that weekly episode while also banking episodes for the 31 days of horror, right? You know what I mean? Following along. And it was so much fun. It was so much fun from the minute I started, which I think, was it? Oh my gosh, it was. John Spee's, again, was the first um, to, to kick off 31 Days of Horror with, we did, we reviewed Die. And um, and it was cool. And I was, I was just listening back to the episodes and I was so excited. I had my script. I like had everything organized and how I had my Halloween um, intro how I wanted it to be. I wanted, I like, you know, I had planned everything. I was so excited and it was July and I was like, all right, John, it's October 1st. Okay. Today is October 1st. Today is October 1st. So <laughs> he was like, all right, let's do it. And we pretended like it was October already. And we're talking about the comic and, um, and then, um, trying to remember what the next one was, but it, it just like, like every day was something something more and more fun. I think it was Dean with witches for the second day. But anyway, um, let's see. I'm going to look. Uh, yeah, it was Dean, witches, And then it was Mary Shelley, Monster Hunter on day three with my husband. Plastic with Hunter from Android's Amazing Podcast. DC's with James from Android's Amazing Podcast. The Crow with Zach from uh, Podcasting After Dark. Sandman with Mari from Triple uh, C Podcast. Um, the Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with, with Joey from Ninja Turtles. Um, Batman Arkham Asylum from Dr. DC. Black Hole with Kyle Clark from This Is Rad. Uh, Batman The Long Halloween. John's um, John Spee's brother, Adam Spawn with Andrew and Megan, who I met in line, uh, uh, at a, um, at a freaking TMNT talk. And they're still my friends today. Like, 
and, and then Tales from Vader's Castle with Tim from Talking Back, The Walking Dead with Raider Retro, Junji Ito with Kevin Silverman fr- Silverstein from Triple uh, C. Um, I got to uh, interview David Avalone. Um, he wrote the Elvira comic. I got to interview him with Chels. Lenore with my really old uh, old friend Nakia. Anim- uh, Animal Man with uh, comedian Jeff May. Bitterroot with my comic book friend who I knew in my derby days. Angela. Tales from the Crypt with Emily Slade from Why This Film. Mr. Monster with Josh from Triple C podcast Nailbiter with uh, Jason Megatron Burroughs from uh, who I know from my derby days and he's a podcaster and loves comics. The Adams Family 1, 2, and 3 with Dean and then Taylor VH who's Kyle's girlfriend and then The Adams Family 3 with the Teenage Dirtbags who are my favorite who really inspired me to be hosts. Um, then Star Wars, The Craving Citadel with Zach from Triple C Podcast. Goosebumps Download and Die with uh with the the freaking the writer of that comic, um, uh, Jen Vaughn, who I met through Jason Megatron Burroughs. <laughs> Megatron. Um, and then Alan Moore Swamp Thing with my buddy Pete again. Sabrina the Teenage Witch, I reviewed the first season with Emily and Chels. Uh, Zatanna from Tiffany, who is she owns Perky Nerd Comic Books on Magnolia Boulevard, Blade with um Tiffany and an old friend, and then Mandy from Ghoulmates, who it's a Halloween podcast. Like it was, that was all 31 days. Like it just, it, it happened so quick and it was so exciting. And like, I knew all these people and it was like, bah, 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 bah. like, I don't know how to explain it. It was like a rush, a whirlwind. It was, uh, exciting and, and stressful of course. Um, but it really, I don't like my heart is pounding thinking about it, but it was like, it was so much fun. And I had fallen in love with OCD and what it could be. And it was, people were messaging me and they were excited and, um, about the show that they had found it, that, that, you know, it was a place where it was safe, where you could be whoever you want to be in like a comic book, you know, any level of comic book fandom. And it was like, it was a lot. It was, it was awesome. It was, oh my God, it was going and going. And, um, before I had even started OCD, uh, the the 31 Days of Horror, I had, I made this like little intro jingle thing, um, uh, promo, let's call it a promo. And I sent it to all my comic book, fr- um, all my podcasting friends. And I was like, can you please put this at the end of any episode before October just to advertise it? And everybody was down and they did. And everybody was excited. And then, you know, the first day rolls by, second day rolls by, and I've had all these banked up, and, like, every single day, I'm getting messages and messages of people just, like, really excited, and um, it was just, like, ready, like, go, 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 and, like, it was so awesome, and then uh, I did two give- giveaways, which if you go to the OCD Instagram, you can see those full Instagram live um, uh, episodes, I guess you could call them, Um and everybody was tuning in and they were excited and I hadn't had, I'd never done Instagram live, but there were people there, like people were there, they were there, they were talking to me, they were, um, they were like, oh my gosh, it's day, whatever, and I've listened to every single episode, you know, and it was a lot, it was like a full-on business, it was like an event, it was going, 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 and then, boom, <laughs> boom, Halloween. I got a call from work, five months off. They said, you need to come back in. It's time, right? I had gone June, July, August, September, October, five months without work and doing this thing that I loved full time. My job is so hard. My job is so hard. It's production it's entertainment it's fast and I manage a team 
I had never had a panic attack in my life. And I did. On the first day of work, second day of work, third day of work, I was sad because I wasn't able to do OCD anymore. I was sad because I had to go back into the work world. And granted, I am lucky because of my position. I'm lucky in the sense that I get to be part of the entertainment world and see all those things happen. Um, but it, it hit me. It hit me hard. Um, and I hobbled. <laughs> I felt like I had a limp. You know, I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, I was, I felt like I was wounded and I was like, but I still got to keep going with OCD. It's still going to keep going. I love it. And I did uh, spider ham and we had our first kiddo uh, on and he was awesome. I got to interview writer and um, the uh, writer Sam Maggs and I got to interview writer Jeremy Lambert. And then I got to, you know, and then I, and then I got part of a, a, a new network, uh, uh, Brain Freeze podcast network they're awesome from the dr dc guys really bonding with those dudes um and and i got to meet the um the guys uh, will and alenka of haven't seen it podcast and they got to come on the show like it was still rolling but i was also trying to carry like because i knew i had to work i knew i had to go back and um and uh, i know maybe this seems dramatic I know you're like, hey, you know, you can't ride that your whole life, Tess. You can't, you can't do that full time, Tess. Look, if you are an artist or an entertainer out there, this, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard, especially when you find something that you love and you also have to pay the bills, right? You got to show up for your passion and you also got to show up for rent. Okay. It's hard. It hit me hard because at that moment, I hadn't really lived in the pandemic. (laughs) I was talking to people. I was creating. I was making stuff, right? I'd stayed at home. I didn't have to leave unless I needed to go get groceries. Everything was here in my office. And then my office was infiltrated with work, Um, which is fine. And my job has taught me a lot and I'm still there. Um, I don't mean to sound morbid and I'm sorry if I do. I just wanted, I just want you to feel what I felt, uh, during that time. So I had just left, um, after the November episode, I just put up a post and I said, okay, everyone, thank you so much for everything, but I gotta go. So can you imagine, can you imagine all of that, all of that work, time and effort, and I had no energy to do any another episode. I had the next couple of months filled up, and I was very excited for the guests that were going to come on. And uh, much love to you guys and gals out there who are going to come on, because I was excited for what we were going to talk about and what we had planned. Um, sorry that I had to just leave. It was a personal, that's what I meant by personal thing. And I, I got really sad for a while. And I went really inward. <laughs> I wasn't really on social media much. I just kind of evaporated. And it was weird. It was <laughs> weird for me. Um, but yeah, six months went by. Six months. And it was this feeling of not closing something. It was this feeling of just like leaving a show open. But like, it was like a wound that wouldn't heal inside me. So I was like, you know what? I think I need to go back. I missed the podcasting world. I was starting to catch up with work. It was, you know, it was getting a little bit better. 
And um, because, I mean, can you imagine, like, if you work in entertainment, you know it is so, I work in TV, so it's fast, 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 fast. Um, And they were expecting, like, pre-pandemic rate of work, and I had five months off. Anyway, I'm not going to go into it. Anyway, um, so I came back in May. I made an announcement, and I was really excited. Um, My pal Dean from Talking Back, who I absolutely adore, who's such a cool dude and just always down to do stuff, I was like, hey, do you want to watch all the Marvel movies and review them all? And he was like, yes, of course, because he's a Marvel fan. And in May, I came back, and um, we talked about it. And obviously, I had evolved, and I was a little bit different. Um, When it came to hosting, I wasn't sure what I was doing. Um, I, you know, stayed... You know, I I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure. I was like, look, I'm gonna do once a month, and it'll probably go to twice a week, and or twice a month. You know, we'll see. It'll, I thought it would ramp up. I really did. I thought I was gonna get more excited about it. But during that time, that six months that I had off, um, so I had been reading comics for a, a year, like every week, one comic. You know, especially with the with the Halloween one, it was three comics a week, right? So I was really into the comic world. I abruptly got out of it. And I started going inward, reading a lot of, um, you know, just mind books about the mind and how it works. And I had really, I was really being asked by the universe or whatever you believe in to really dig deep, really dig deep. Um, And I learned so much about myself. Um, I learned that I don't need to be so like, hi, 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 I'm Tess, you know, I I learned that. I learned... um, my words can are relevant saying it slowly and with meaning. I learned to really sit back and look at my art and what I want to put out there and take my time with it and, and make, you know, make it to what it, I want it to be. I don't have to push it out there quickly. Um, I learned not to force things. I learned that I don't need to always be on my phone <laughs> checking social media to be sure that people are liking the content. And ultimately, I learned how to make content for me. And that's so important as an artist because sometimes when you first start out, you start making content for everybody else. Because, and that's okay. Hey, that's okay. It's cool. Like, I'm not saying that's right or wrong. But for me, I feel like I make better art when I make it for me, right? Because what you're doing is you're extending your magic. You're, you're showing people what your magic is. You're, you're showing people what you can bring. You're showing people your voice um, without needing validation, and I was learning how to do that. And I feel like I have learned how to do that. And I feel like I, I feel more meaningful in the art that I do make, you know. And um, where am I going? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I have these ideas constantly. And I either act on them or I don't. Or I don't. And I'm learning that every time you act on a project, you have to invest time, energy, money, <laughs> more energy <laughs> into it. And I feel like I always have like five projects going on, but I learned that when I have one project at a time happening, um, I'm able to give more to it, right? Which was case in point with OCD. But in those six months, I was being asked to withdraw and to do nothing. I did nothing. I have never not done anything. I've always had some sort of project going on in my life, something going on, and I had nothing but work. That was very hard, but I learned to step back, to distance myself from it, and to realize what I really wanted, right? And those things, I will, you know, you'll see over time, I can't reveal all my magic, my magic tricks, how I do everything, but um, 
that's basically the basis of it. So OCD came out once a month. I did, we reviewed Loki, Black Widow, The Suicide Squad, um, and the one before this, which is Poison Ivy's Cycle of Life and Death. And I realized that OCD had closed. I felt like I was like, it felt like something in the past. It it was again that rift, like not even a rift. It was the split in the road that I had with Corey and June. It was the split in the road that I was supposed to have with OCD. I felt like I had let everyone down. I had, I felt like I had left something that was really good. I felt like I was um, missing an opportunity to give my all to, you know, blah, 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 blah. But I wasn't. And it's weird because when you listen to yourself and you just act on things, even though sometimes it feels like an impulsive thing, when you go back, you realize it was the right thing to do because I realized that I needed to grow from this and to create something more, something different. Something was saying, keep going, right? So um, uh, I decided, and I started announcing it in the Suicide Squad episode that, you know, this was a countdown to three more episodes, and this is the last episode. This is the closure. And guess what? If you don't like this episode or if you've ducked out by now, that's fine. Because like I was saying before, I'm making art that's for me um, and and something that I enjoy. And, and when I make that, I feel like I make better connections with myself. Uh, better connections with my audience, better connection with people in general, right? So if anything, this episode is for me to have complete closure, but also I really wanted to share this story because it is such an important part of my life. And OCD will always be on Spotify or whatever as this, this just this moment. And I, and, and I go back and listen to episodes and it's fun. I'm able to go back there. It's really, it's really, really nice to have this. Um, but I'm ready to move on. It's the next thing. It's time, right? I love comic books, but I also love movies. And because I've worked in entertainment for so long, um, I love, I, I never really dove into like how I, like I know about the making of movies and how it all happens and, and how I like, I love taking my like professional entertainment eye and watching a movie and being like, oh, I know how they did that. Oh my God, that's genius. You know, and I want to talk about that, you know, or um, I love, you guys know, I love Halloween. I love being all about, about that. And right now I'm really diving into horror movies, which I've never done before because I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies when I was a kid. And I love Halloween, but I've never really dove into horror. And now I'm really realizing how horror is actually like, um, it's kind of healing in a way. It's, it's, it's good for your health. It's, it's really good for your mental health as I'm reading. And I want to dive into that. So back in, oh gosh, I don't know, some, somewhere in 2020, I met Chels from Ready to Retro. She is awesome. Her and I, uh, bonded over our obsession of Elvira. And then we realized that we had a lot of nerdy things in common that we like and love. And, we have, I think we've done five episodes total together on Ready to Retro and OCD. And we've always called ourselves Nerd Twins. Like, hey, what's up, Nerd Twin? Um, you know, and back in January of this year, I called her and I was like, yo, do you want to do a podcast? She's like, yeah, duh. <laughs> and everybody was just slowly crawling their way out of the pandemic. Nobody had gotten vaccinated yet. And we were just still trying to figure things out. And I was like, well, I need a sec. She's like, me too. I was like, you know what? Do you want to, do you want to like have the first episode on Halloween? Cause it just kind of makes sense. We both love Halloween. She's like, yeah, that sounds great. So 10 months later, 
<laughs> we are having our first episode of the Nerd Twins podcast on Halloween Day, which is very soon, later this month. And I hope you guys check it out. It's the next it's the next cool thing. I'm excited about it. I got a good feeling about it. We've recorded a couple episodes already and um, though we're trying to figure out our footing and how we want it to be, we're giggling and laughing the whole time and we're having a lot of fun and we let each other have a lot of creative freedom and it's different. It's my second podcast and it's her third podcast. So it's like, it's like sometimes it's like relationships, right? And, uh, it's like sometimes, you know, not for everybody, not for everybody, but sometimes you have to have a couple of relationships before you realize how you want it to be right? How you want it to work, what you're looking for in some somebody, right? And I feel like it's the same thing for jobs. You feel like what you want in a job. Um, same thing for um, a podcast, all right? And, and I'm going into this knowing how to create a podcast. Like, I, I know how to do it. And I have my pal Corey to thank for that, who really showed me the ropes, and I have the confidence to do it because of OCD and me getting behind the mic. Uh, and this is the 100th episode of OCD, by the way. So 100 episodes, you know, I've hosted for 100 episodes, um, not solo for the whole time, but for a, a chunk of it. And I've got that confidence because of OCD. I've got, um, I'm, I'm so grateful and lucky of all the people who support um, OCD and they're going to go listen to the nerd twins. Like shout out to you, you folks, like you guys are awesome. Like I've met so many awesome people because of OCD and just the podcasting community, the nerd podcasting community is just incredible and so supportive. I've, so I played roller derby as you folks know, um, for a long time and I got to travel and I got to do some big things with it. And, um, but I honestly, I've never felt this included in a community. I've never felt like I could be myself as much as I do in the podcasting community. I'm so grateful and so thankful for every single step of it and where it's going and and where it's leading to. Um, And I'm I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited. I love it. And that is my story. That is where I am today on this day, recording Sunday, October 3rd, 2021. That is where I am. I'm excited for what's to come. I am thankful for what has been, and I am extremely content with where I am right now. So wherever you are in the world, if you're listening to this, thank you. But also, if you are an artist, keep going. Keep dreaming, keep creating, create the beautiful things, create from the voice that you uniquely have, trust in your ideas and have the confidence to know that it will be received. Even if, you know, the first time it's received, it's, it's by a small audience, it doesn't matter. Just keep Keep getting your voice out there. If anything, that's what I've learned. Just use your voice. Build it and they will come, honey. I'm serious. Be you. All right? Thank you for listening. 
This is the last episode of the Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast and the 100th episode. Thank you all for your support. Like I said in the beginning, I know there are people here who have listened since the beginning. And I thank you so much for your love and kindness and support. Um, and I hope you'll you'll come listen to the Nerd Twins. And if not, and this is where we lead, we part, thank you. That's totally okay too. It's fine. It's all good. Um, wishing you love, love, light, and happiness, all right? Uh, and I wish that for everybody out there who's listening. Love, light, and happiness, all right? That's a, that's, that's a good life right there. So anyway, y'all have a wonderful day. And uh, keep reading comics. All right, bye.